Louisiana, Tulsa, Oklahoma, Topeka, Kansas, Pittsburgh, Mississippi, Mary Beach, Florida, Louisville, Kentucky, New York, New Jersey, and Kansas City, Missouri, home for the National League football. Um, champions to be Kansas City Chief. Matter of fact, they put your first game tonight. So we welcome to Lunch with the Missouri Chief Conference for August the 14th, 2021. My name is Al Folks, your host. Great along with Thank you. Busy, busy. We're growing here at Ferguson USA Hot Talk Radio. I've been doing some uh, some moving around and switching and everything. We did. We're starting uh, It's Your Business with Dr. Stan Fine and Jan, uh, Jim Jump. And they are already uh, uh, all over the internet and uh, on broadcast radio. And they are including us and their providers. Okay, that's great. And their show started at what time? Their show started at 11 o'clock on Saturdays and uh, it'll go until 12 o'clock. They talk about business. They have uh, guests that uh, that are uh, business people, and they're uh, just uh, uh, doing a great job. Well, if you fill up this area, this one, the one that you put, let me say, so please, you can go a little early, you can't have my back, you know, and uh, you, you, you will learn something, I guarantee you that, put it that way. Yes, you will. If you, if you follow us on Facebook, on Twitch, on uh, YouTube, and wherever you can get podcasts. I'm just his servant with many names. <laughs> yes, sir. Let's bow our heads. Heavenly Father, we continue to thank you for your wonderful gospel. How did Christ die for our sin? Was buried and rose again. By continue believing to the saving of the soul, continues to make heaven your home. Before you sleep and after you sleep. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We're already seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And we thank you that our name is already written in the book of life. And Heavenly Father, we continue to pray that the Holy Spirit convict spirits today in the universe to get saved before it's ever too late. In Jesus' most precious name, 
Amen. Amen. You know, you know, I read one of the things is uh, <clears throat> those people who, you know, kind of, you know, go to the Bible, we also often, right now, you know, uh, this world, we're in the last days. Amen. Uh, Start off with the book of Jude. You don't never, never hear nobody talk about the book of Jude. Yes, yes, yes. It's a, it's a special book. Tell us why. Yeah, it's a special book because the J and the Jew stand for Jesus. Okay, come on. Break it down. The U stands for under. The D stands for divine. And the E is eternity. Rabbi, I never knew that before. Jesus, the J stand for Jesus, the U stand for under, the D stand for divine, and the E stand for eternity. The J stand for Jesus, the U stand for under, and the D stand for divine, and the E stand for eternity. No, it's only a, a, a few verses. 25 verses. And it's one chapter. That's it. <laughs> it's not a hard read. <laughs> so it started off with, uh, it's talking about the introduction. Jude is a servant of Jesus Christ. Elder Allen Lyles is a servant of Jesus Christ. <laughs> And the brother of James, to them that are sanctified by God the Father. And I'm a brother of James too. Look out! To them that are sanctified by the Father. Thank God for being the Father and preserving Jesus Christ and call. See, we all been called. It's two calling. Call from the penalty and guilt of sin and then call for to do the service of the Lord. Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation. See, this book is salvation. Jesus Christ. It was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that ye should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. For there are certain men crept in unawares who were before of old ordained to this condemnation, ungodly men, turning the grace of our God into lasciviousness 
and denying the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. I will therefore put you in remembrance, though ye once knew this, how that the Lord having saved the people out of the land of Egypt, afterward destroyed them that believed not. And the angels, which kept not their first estate, but left their own habitation, he had reserved an everlasting change under darkness until the judgment of the great day. Did y'all know that it was 12 heavens? <laughs> huh? That's in the book of the lost books of Eden. 12 heavens? Yes, 12s. Yes, sir. No, 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 no. I did not know. I, See, I have no I don't know. See, it's twelve. It's twelve heavens. That comes out of the the lost books of the Bible. You know about eating the lost books of Eden, and Enoch. It's a story. Big. It's a whole lesson on Enoch, like it is in Genesis, to let you know Enoch was was taken by God and was with God. But Enos is the one that talks about those 12 heavens. Well, Reverend, well, that's, I hate to get into your time but tell us about the lost, the lost books, okay, in the Bible. The, the, the lost books of the Bible, they are books that, uh, that was on holy scriptures that was uh, found by other people, but everybody don't take them lost books as being the Bible. But it is. It's 366 books in the Bible. Whether you believe it or not, it's so. Well, that's again. This no, again. We learned something every every service. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, boy. I'm sorry. I didn't have that question. Okay. Uh, number seven. It said, even as Sodom and Gomorrah. Now Sodom and Gomorrah. It's the United States today. Why? Because of the lesbians and uh, the LBQG, what the President Obama made them come into effect, and they talk about this agenda that ain't nothing but an abomination against God and wickedness. And you all can get mad world all you want to. God has spoken. And the cities about them in like manner, giving themselves over to fornication and going after strange flesh. That's why the United States is not in prophecy. This world going to be desolated land, and the proof of it, God is showing you now that he's burning it up. Look around the world. It's getting burned where it never been burned before. Floods, earthquakes. The fires that we come out in our country, you know, out in, on, on, the, on, the, on, the, on the the west coast, there, it's doing the same thing over in Russia. Amen. So it's not just running here, right? It's all around the world. Yes, sir. See, most most people think that uh, about a situation. They think this is a game, but we're living in the last days, and God is showing it to us. You better read the book, and you better be born again. It's definitely that you need to be born again so you can leave here when Jesus busts that sky wide open and take the church out here 
forward this world burn up and the only person to burn this world up is God and it says strange flesh or set forth for an example suffering the vengeance of eternal fire y'all hear that the vengeance of eternal fire that's coming from God look out Likewise, also these filthy dreamers defile the flesh, despise dominion, and speak evil of dignities. Yet Michael, the archangel, when contending with the devil, he disputed about the body of Moses. Durst not bring against him a railing accusation, but said, The Lord rebuked thee. But these speak evil of those things which they know not, but what they know naturally as brute beasts, and those things they corrupt themselves. Woe unto them, for they have gone in the way of Cain and ran greedily after the error of Balaam for reward and perish in the gainsaying of Korah. That's why I've been telling you about it's a spirit of error and a spirit of grace and truth. These are spots in your feast of charity. When they feast with you, feeding themselves without fear, clouds they are without water, carried about of wind, trees whose fruit wither, without fruit twice dead, plucked up by the roots, raging waves of the sea, foaming out their own shame, wandering star to whom is reserved the blackness of darkness forever. And Enoch, also the seven from Adam, prophesied to be saying, Behold, the Lord cometh with ten thousands of his saints to execute judgment upon all and to convince all that are ungodly among them of all their ungodly deeds which they have ungodly committed and of all their hard speeches which ungodly sinners have spoken against him. These are murmurs, complainers. <coughs> excuse, excuse me. Yep. Walking after their own lusts and their mouths speak great welling, swelling words having men's person and admiration because of advantage. But beloved, remember, ye, the words which were spoken before of the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ, how that they told you there should be mockers in the last time who should walk after their own ungodly lusts. These be they who separate themselves Sensual, heaven, not the spirit. Just like that uh, verse in James. That devil is in sensual spirit. That's the same thing, the spirit of error. But ye be loved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal damn unto eternal life, but you could be, if you don't believe the gospel, 
It's going to be eternal damnation for you. And of some have compassion making a difference. And others have, and others saved with fear, pulling them out of the fire, hating even the garment spotted by the flesh. See, ain't no flesh got nothing to do with the things of God. These people around here think that they the one that they could save you. You can't save nothing. Man can't even direct his own step. He need God to direct his steps. Look out! Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. Jesus Christ is who that's talking about. To the only wise God our Savior be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and ever. Amen. I rest my voice. Amen. Yes, sir. See, the word of God is inexhaustible. The exact point that I'm making here is that everybody need to get in Christ and be born again so that you can understand this why you're down here. God is so wonderful to us. He's letting us know what's going to happen even before it happened. Ain't that a wonderful God? I know my name is in the book of life. I ain't got to guess or wonder. I hope I'm being that number, that humble, all that old man. The book tell you. Believe the book. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it, uh, as a matter of fact, it, there's no doubt about it, you know, uh, you know, that what, what, what it is saying and how it is being said. And just open your eyes up, you know, and, you know, and things, and, you know, things flow to you, not away from you. Amen. You know, and that's, again, uh, so, you know, um, uh, Rev, you be so kind. I ask you to do a special prayer. You know, we talk more about this in the program. But right now, uh, we just, we are eyes, some of, some of our members of the NAS, actually my commerce, lost uh, one of our well, co-founders last month, uh, uh, Kate DeBoe Alfred. You know, that's you know, good luck, good luck, Chuck. That's his, that's his sister. Amen.
uh, that they that she had created. I mean, I mean, we are around the world, and this program it would not be possible without her and Harry coming to Missouri back in 2015 and asked me to do what I'm doing now. Amen. So we wanted to know the offspring on the babies. Okay, uh, that uh, that's one of the things. Okay, that uh, that, that she created. You know, and, and, uh, and she's been written, you know, and the 41 years she's married to Harry, you know, and the chamber's going to get about pretty much 30 years old now, but this is some of the things where people have a legacy, you know, and our legacy here is heard every Saturday. You know, it's not just our folks, Rev and Scott and Chuck, the NASDAQ Chamber Conference is a worldwide organization. Amen. You just have to be, you know, fortunate enough to live in Missouri. Amen. USA Hot Talk Radio uh, as, a, as a business also mourns with you. Uh, we uh, posted that on Facebook this morning as well. Yes, I said we posted on Facebook as well that uh, that the funeral was going on this morning. Yeah, okay, it's interesting because uh, it was very, very, you know, um, southern style, something like that, okay? I'm sure it was. <laughs> Yes, that's a staff, but uh, again, but that's, that's how technology works. But real many brothers do, can you give us a, a small breath of checking the family? Amen. It's bow our heads, Heavenly Father. We continue to thank you for a wonderful gospel. How did Christ die for our sin, was buried, and rose again. And by continue believing to the saving of the soul, continue to make heaven your home before you sleep and after you sleep. Heavenly Father, we heard that they they were singing Amazing Grace. So by singing Amazing Grace, that is a testimonial song, which they said that you are saved and that you have helped accepted Christ before you went to the grave. And Heavenly Father, we just ask you to bless all the bereaved families all over the universe that have bereavement. Bless them, Heavenly Father. Let them know you're still on the throne. And Heavenly Father, the, the the preaching was done, and we hope that somebody gets saved before it's ever too late. Because once you lay across that pulpit, that's it. <laughs> but you got to be saved before you lay across that pulpit. By continuing to believe the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, those that are still here, believe it before you leave here. In Jesus' most precious name, Amen. Rev, I want to thank you on behalf, you know, Chuck and your family, you know, of that beautiful prayer. Thank you, said amazing grace, how sweet you sound. You <laughs> saved a rest like me. By the way, uh, this is a Ferguson, USA. HotTalker.com. Lunch at the Missouri by Chamber Congress. That's Rev. That's Scott. This Ira. And on that note, Scott, take us out of here.
one. Good afternoon on a beautiful, beautiful Saturday here in St. Louis. Matter of fact, we have some hot, hot, high humidity, uh, heat, you know, heat waves for a couple of days, but now it is very cool uh, in the 80s, and we are blessed. It is a beautiful day in St. Louis, Missouri. Thank you for joining lunch with the Missouri Chief of Commerce for this beautiful, beautiful August day. And uh, also, um, Please, you know, we, 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 you know, we begin about us talking about prayers, but right now, please continue to pray. We've been this for almost a year now, over a year now, for this pandemic. You know, right now, there have been over 36.6 million people that have been affected by either the coronavirus, COVID-19, the Delta strain, and there are two more coming behind this. You know, so, uh, and that's a whole lot of people. That's a whole lot of people. You know, even uh, 631,000, 21,000 have died. You know, who have passed on the long with us. As a matter of fact, I'm sorry to say that in Missouri, we passed a 10,000 death rate. The death, you know, the death total this week in our state. You know, and so again, we can't emphasize, you know, please, please, wear your mask wherever, wherever you go. In Missouri and St. Louis, around the country, there are these fights about fake masks, and I should I wear it or not, should I not. Uh, so, so I have a story recently where this family's son was fighting for his life, and the parents had to decide, should they wear a face mask? You know, and, and you know, and one of the things in the South, most of um, I think the fire of the Lord is taking in the South, all their hospital systems are up like at 90% of capacity. What does that mean? That means that if you don't have any bed space, I mean, I mean, like, like if you were to the Mississippi Medical Center in Jackson, Mississippi, they just opened a 20 bed hospital in a parking garage. You know, and as that number continues to grow, if you're on a mobile tent, nobody can be staffed by nothing for my health and human service. You know, in, in most states, in the South, I have it's not just Mississippi. I mean, this is Georgia. I mean, I mean, all these states there, the ones, you know, and we can be honest about this, these are the ones right now, uh, here in the state of government, in the state of uh, Florida. We have a governor right now, this, and this, this makes no sense, because we're looking at right now, in, in Florida alone, we had one school where 440 students have been asked to be quarantined. They left out for two days of school. You know, 51 students and their staff had been confirmed with COVID-19 cases. Now, Dr. Fauci, when I come to know he did, he's been trying to say, speak with science And he's been saying more Americans can see more children infected. And the Delta variant continues to grow. Move across the country. And that's not, that's not all a good thing. Because the, you know, the thing that's affecting us right now are you know, all our children. The senior citizens, and most of us, thank God, you know, we got this and, and, and got vaccinated. But like in, 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 the, in the state of Florida, uh, the, the governor there, you know, is starting to backpedal because he can put a mandate out saying that if any school district superintendent or the Seattle would be cut, to cut the benefits of the board members, you know, but they'll you know, let the, uh, have the mass mandate 
But it, 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 it's a commitment to our community, the Missouri Team of Congress, and the first U.S. Council on Hill. We want you to listen to us next week and next week and next week and next week. We want you to be around, okay? So at least we can do a type of attention. Hey, Ira. Yes, sir. In spite of everything that's going around in the universe, you know, plenty of people dying, but as well as plenty of dying, plenty are still alive because God is in control of everything and God got the keys to death, hell, and the grave and life. So if would somebody die, and everybody say, well, it was the disease, it was this, that, and the other. Possibility it could be. But death is a, it said the wages of sin is death. And the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. So people going to die. People died when they were uh, in the wilderness with uh, the, 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 the the Israelites was in the wilderness and, and people died in the war and all kind of things. But God still made the world populate. See, it's God. This God's business. Well, 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 Rev, you know, I'm glad you kind of took us there. And uh, I was later on in the program, you know, one of the, the most talked about things you're going to hear about for the next couple of weeks here, the next couple of months here, is that the census uh, numbers were revealed this past week. I mean, and, and when Rev just said there, there have been a lot of people who have died, and unfortunately, uh, there have been more white people dying off than who have been, let me, let me back up. Since, 19, since 1790, now that's when they first started doing the census. You know, the white population, okay, numbers have declined by, in the last 10 years by 5.1 million people. They are now down to people right now in the white race that, that are in this country. And so for the first time, they find themselves in, like, in a minority compared to you know, the Asians, the Hispanics, the blacks, and, and, and they said, but the country still goes on. Amen. So now the other news is that you're going to hear no matter where you are, no matter who you are, who you support, you don't support. You need to watch what's going on now. Because now they're about to start drawing the maps that determine where does the federal money go. Mm-hmm. And there are 435 people in Congress, okay, who sit in the House of Representatives. Thank God Missouri did not lose those seats. That means we, don't, we didn't lose any money this, this time around for the next few years. You know, no one's lost a seat, along with a couple other states. I think five other states lost, no loss, lost. So that means that in Missouri, well, the federal cut of the money that's for the next 10 years, we won't lose any money, okay? So right now, that's a good thing. But now the fight is on to make sure, and they, and they call it the word gerrymandering. Now, that's not a disease, okay? <laughs> All it means is that the maps, the maps for Congress, people have to be redrawn. And the band, they're going to bat up all the people in Missouri, you know, to X amount of people be in, in each district. Now, they're going to do that on a federal level. The senators, okay, do not change. Because we all have two senators, that will not change. 
around and around a little bit, so you're going to hear a lot about that. But the real fight's going to take place on the state level, where all the state senators right now will be going through redistricting for them. Now, in Missouri, uh, we had uh, been having a fight for the last 10 years, okay, about who would draw those maps. Well, there was much, much fight and all that kind of stuff. And, and in fact, the voters voted for a new system. But uh, the House Representative controlled by Republicans overrode the people's choice there again. And also, let me say this, you know, while we own this, uh, although the Republicans in the House in Jeff City for St. Louis, nothing to us from Missouri, they overrode Medicaid benefits for 275,000 people. And the people voted for that a couple of times, and they denied it. But finally, the federal court said those people had to have insurance. And that's a blessing right now if you got to follow, follow, okay, with the rules say. Now, back to what I was saying, those same people, okay, that decided they did not want to give them benefits that was the money there for those people. Well, those state senators right now will be talking to you very shortly, okay, as they, as they go through re-election in the year 2022. So there will be all these new districts. You're going to have a new senator in, your, in their district. And also when it comes to, uh, to your city uh, representative, they're going to be drawing those districts also. They're going to divide up the new people, I guess, amongst them to see how many who will be, you know. And so now is the time for you, okay, to voice your concern voting. Uh, this all comes down to you on the state level. Now it comes down to the local level and municipal level. And this also determines the set of your ward in St. Louis, if you live in St. Louis or, the, or your or your county district, county district, what you want to call that council person. And this is not just for the St. Louis area, this is for all over the country. All the states are moving this whole same process. And this determines what your uh, uh, will be for the next 10 years because since 191790 we were doing a census and he would go back to that biblical time when Christ was born he was the busiest time his family went uh, to Jerusalem wasn't right we have to be counted in the census right yeah, they came out of Egypt came out of Egypt and they went back home and did they did they went back to their land like uh Nazareth uh Jerusalem uh, Pakistan, all those different uh, countries over there. The Jews were scattered everywhere. Well, right now, that's the story we're talking about right now. What's going on there right now? And, you know, like I said, stiff-necked people. Well, right now in our country, we got stiff-necked people who are refusing to accept the election that we just had. But you you know why that's going? You know something else about the politician about that is that the Israelites are scattered, yeah. and that is not the true Jews over there that's in Israel, which they talk about they support according to the scriptures. I'm talking about according to the scripture. God knows his business, and, it, and that is not them, and people going to be disappointed with me on that, but I can care less. I'm just speaking what thus said the Lord. Get mad at God. Don't get mad at me. I'm just speaking what the truth. Well, they, well, they always, I know here in, Saint, in Missouri, you know, uh, especially in St. Louis, they, they, they try to kill the messenger every chance they get. Yep. <laughs> There's a Bible also, story about that, too. So what, what, what's that? There's a couple Bible stories about killing the messenger. Yes, sir. 
<laughs> you ain't quite you scratch yourself, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but but again, you know, it's just like, you know, stiff people. You know, you know, this vaccine is something that that you know, was created by Donald Trump, you know, man, he was good and kind of fast track this, okay. And this is a benefit to the people, it's giving credit for it. But he's trying to help all the people. All our people. All our babies. And we as parents should look out for our great grandkids and grandkids, making sure that they get vaccinated. Amen. They have face masks. You know, and we were kids, God, you and real myself, we had a fact out there what our parents were doing. We, we just did what we were told. Amen. You know, and by doing what we were doing, we were told, you know, we were able to, you know, where are we going right now? Matter of fact, right now, uh, this is, we have a beautiful guest today that called in right on time in this discussion. Okay, we move these things around in the program today because the church would not be us because of the funeral and everyone done. Today, we've been fortunate, and I say I'm fortunate and blessed to have a man uh, in St. Louis County, and I should say the St. Louis area that's been a, I call it a, a watchdog, um, you know, lookout, you know, point man. Uh, when there's corruption, he's going to kind of, hey, what's going on here? He's going to ask questions. And that is a man your name, Tom Sutton. How you doing, Tom? You're fine, Ira. Did I describe you right there? Uh, close enough, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tom, we must before, you know, we thank him for coming back now. And, and right now, uh, you know, especially here in the our Simmons community, you know, Simmons County, Simmons City, and right now, in the census number specifically discussed this time, you know, we just right on time for us to have this discussion. Uh, the, 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 the numbers right now, the St. Louis for the first time in its existence is not in the top 20 cities in the country. We're now 21. Okay, but St. Louis County, okay, pretty much is, you know, one of the largest districts in the, in, in, in the state. We have Jackson's country. That's the same as Kansas City, but Kansas City do things different there. Jackson County includes Kansas City and all those things. That's why they go in there us. So now, uh, one of the things that Tom has made, a, well, Tom had a great career in advertising for his right, Tom? Oh, uh, yeah, I've been at it for a while. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Tom, so we can let people know who you are. Uh, I've been involved in, uh, in various political efforts over the years. Uh, it was in the, actually, a, a, I'm in the advertising business, and through that I got involved with various, uh, various efforts and uh, more and more got involved with public policy issues, and I've been uh, keeping an eye on the sewer district and uh, St. Louis County government, and recently involved with the St. Louis uh, uh, Community College, so, you know, I'm kind of interested in how governments uh, collect money and how they spend it. You know, and also, we were missing we to how our mental link system also. Oh, yeah. That's, that's always been a, another big issue. You know, so, but right now, Tom, uh, you know, so Tom understands what it is and, and, and how the money is being spent. Because money you talk about here, the money comes down, you know, and, 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 but now our elected leaders uh, are tasked with the right decision and doing the right thing, as they, as, as they say it. So in county, in Tennessee County, that's kind of uh, let's talk about something funny that just took place here in Tennessee County. Uh, we had an election, and the junior college school district got some additional funds. Tell us about that, Tom. Come on. 
Well, they had a property tax increase for the for the uh, St. Louis Community College, as it's called now, and it was a forty percent property tax increase. And I I raised a lot of questions about it because the uh, the enrollment for the junior college or the community college has dropped more than thirty five percent since two thousand and thirteen. So when you're asking for a forty percent property tax hike. When your enrollment is dropping, you have to wonder uh, what on earth is going on. And um, they they weren't really they weren't really big on uh, giving answers, but you know they 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 had an election where the turnout was uh, wasn't even ten percent. So the way they do it is they 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 get all the people that are that's connected to the college, and they get them to turn out, and hopefully that uh, nobody will turn out against it. But it's just a terrible way to do things to have an election where you're planning on as few as people as possible will vote. Uh, that, that's just not the way to do things. But and they managed to they managed to get it passed. So uh, we're going to have a, a property tax hike for the community college. And uh, also, I think one of the things that you know uh, here in the St. Louis area, okay, we have Full Valley. Uh, we have one here called Forest Park, and we also have one uh, in, I mean, in Chesterfield now on the right, and also in uh, in, uh, in Merrimack on the right. Oh uh, yeah, they also do the ones in Wildwood. Yeah, well, Wildwood, Wildwood area, okay, means Wildwood, okay. Now, uh, now in, in the case of Fullerton Valley, they have a, one of the most beautiful campuses. I, I went to school there, but, you know, I, I went to school there myself, you know, you know, ran track, did all those things back there, and we had, and I see this in one of the most beautiful campuses, you know, for a junior college, you know, in those days. You know, we had first half facility in Grand Fact, we had the only Teflon track in those days. In that when it was one down in Mexico, they now sales here. Okay, back when they had the CK Olympic in Mexico they had a that's a rubber track which they all have down. We also had that in the gym, so it was a first class campus then. And so as far as far as when they built on and on the campus down there, they were kind of a man like there. You know, in the Maryland, they have more land, and I'm not sure how in Wildwood, how much land they have there. So, is this, is this, is this a recent um, bond issue going to uh, improve buildings, build more buildings, and just be going to salaries? Okay, give that last part to me again. Is this, is this, is this tax increase, they, 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 they just got, is this going to be raising salaries, or are they going to be building some you know, new buildings, uh, expanding the campuses? Yeah, well, that's that's been my concern. They don't really tell you what they're going to do with the money. All they're saying, well, you know, they tell you, well, we're thinking about doing this, thinking about doing that, but it's uh, there's nothing that guarantees that, that they're going to do it. And you get a new board comes in five years from now, uh, they might be doing something else. Well, like you say, a lot of the, a lot of the uh, a lot of these facilities look quite nice. They just completed a forty million dollar uh, nursing and health sciences building at Forest Park. Uh, the Wildwood campus is, is their newest one. Uh, it's maybe like 10 years old. Uh, so I've been on other campuses. Uh, you know, they seem pretty nice. So I mean, the idea that they're that they're somehow falling apart uh, didn't make any sense to me. No, 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 no. That one I'm saying, you know, people going in. Don't believe what you see. Believe what we're telling you. Uh, a better job of trying to get uh, 
trying to get public confidence on their side rather than, you know, they they got the former chancellor of Washington University to, to be the, the co-chair of the campaign. He basically got all his corporate friends to give money. So you have Washington University gave $25,000 and they don't even pay any property tax. Same with university. No, they don't pay it, and, and, and St. Louis University gave 25000 and they don't pay any property tax. So, I mean, it, it's, uh, I don't know, I, I just thought the whole thing was uh, just a terrible way to go about uh, getting support for a, for a ballot issue. You know, Tyler, there's one thing you mentioned there, that, that the population, in the, the, the attendance, I should say, has dropped about 40%. You know, it's about 35%, you know. Uh, and, and, I, and I guess one of the things, you, you know, that if you follow, follow national politics, uh, there's a discussion saying that there will be more money going into the junior, the junior college now than most, most states will get a, a free education in the junior college system. So that means that that's the money coming in from them, right? Uh, yeah, they're being proposed, I put it like that, being proposed. Well, it's proposed to have, uh, to, to have uh, yeah, free, the, the proposal by President Biden is to have free tuition at all of uh, community colleges or junior colleges throughout the country. So uh, this, would, this would be a, a pretty big windfall for them, and they're also bringing they're also planning additional uh, funding. There's you know the Pell grants, which basically which give uh, students money while they're going to uh, going to classes. They're planning on uh, doubling it from like $6,500 to $13,000. So wow. at this point, there's there's all kind of uh, funding possibly coming down this year for community colleges. And, and so that's another reason why I thought it was just a, a bad timing for a big property tax hike. Yeah, I mean, because right now I can see, I mean, we would bust it to see that we don't have any more space. And, and all our campuses, you know, are, are well-maintained, you know, and they're very spacious. I mean, and, you know, and this is also coming right behind where most colleges, you know, colleges, you know, you know colleges in the last year were shut down for the pandemic and they already developed a new, new way of teaching now from home now. The work you're teaching. Yeah, that's just one more, one more uh, thing that's up in the air regarding the colleges. So, again, I think it's a, I think it's a bad idea uh, to have the, the tax rate at this time. They, they've actually had from 2013. They have 8,800 less students. So wow. if they get addition, if they get additional students, uh, they certainly have the capacity for them. So I mean, it, it, it is like you say, they're not bulging at the seams by, by any means. Well, well, well. What's good thing about it is okay. You know that we probably done more on this show talking about it than any other show probably in the same area has in the past. You know, talk about this because hey, you know they don't they don't want people to know what we're talking about here right now. Two of the most, the best benefactors from this, okay, is Washington University. Let us digress. Most colleges in the country do not pay personal property tax. So we're not just picking up this university in Washington U, okay, but most colleges do not pay personal property tax. Am I right, Tom? Uh, I haven't really looked at it that much. I, I, I don't I don't know. I know that the, the, the community colleges in St. Louis they get money from uh, they get money from the state, which is which is you know, uh, I think like forty million dollars uh, a year from the from the state. Uh, they also have nearly ninety million dollars of investment 
and they're getting uh, like a million, two million a year from that. So, I'm, so I mean, they've got various uh, various revenue sources, and uh, the property tax gives them, I think, like about seventy million dollars a year. So, uh, they're not they're 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 not hurting, but you know how it is. I know uh, government always has the same uh, same attitude. If you give us more money, we'll figure out how to spend it.
Well, like I say, it will be it will be a continuing debate. But also now that then as we had this conversation, okay, they are now put, they continuously put more money now into into a, into uh, a committee or uh, agencies that come in and and, and and the counselor we already know that we got a problem, and then and then it's unsafe, and they make millions of dollars to do this. Yeah, that's the thing of it is, it, 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 that it, it's an incredible amount of money that's going to fund the system. And in, in St. Louis County, St. Louis County taxpayers uh, give them $160 million a year. If you go back, yeah, that is a lot of money. And if you go back to when Metrolink was first brought in, when it's, they said, well, the big, you know, the big selling point for Metrolink was it wasn't going to require any tax increases. Of course, that's nuts. You can't, you can't add on a big flat rail system without adding additional revenue, but that's what they said. So what they did was they just bled the bus system, and then they then they came back and asked for tax hikes. So when Metrolink started, there was one sales tax in the city and one sales tax in the county. One and a half the one and the one in the county went for roads and bridges. Now the, now the city has four sales tax for public transit, and the county has three. So the idea that uh, going to put in a light rail system without any tax increase. That was just a deception from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you know, you know, and I think what, what I just want to hear is, you know, that's not I know Tom talking here, uh, is that you can read around the country that light rail has been one of the things that become more of a, uh, a bus in most places. Transportation for coal, the gas prices going up. Okay, you know, people can't afford you no know, cars going up. And you know, and in Hollywood going up, so you gotta get to work okay, this gym's the system has been a thing it can be a lifeline. Yeah, and, and my complaint against Metro has been that, you know, they're not they're not paying attention to the people who need it to get to work and, and they're paying you know, they're more concerned about uh, about getting people to the ball game and to the airport. These are not people who, who they're not dependent on, on public transit. But there was a story in the at the Riverfront Times uh, in 2019 about the fact that there was a restaurant out in West County that closed because there, none of the workers could get there using public transit. Mm-hmm. And uh, they eventually closed the restaurant and they, they, they moved to the city. So that has been a continuing problem. Uh, my feeling is that that should be the first priority of a public transit agency to take care of the people who, who depend on it. You know, there's people who who don't drive because either they can't afford a car or they just, just not, they just don't want to drive or whatever. And uh, these are the people I think they should focus on. Instead, they're, they're more concerned with, with uh, Metrolink. And Metrolink, of course, is, is uh, vastly, vastly expensive. When you, when you deal with buses, you, the, government, the government usually pays like 80% of the cost of a bus. So you put a bus on the street and uh, you're set to go. With Metrolink, you got to maintain the you got to maintain the tracks. You got to maintain all the right ways. You got to maintain the bridges. Like they had to spend a bundle of money on the East Bridge. Oh, oh my God! So I mean, it's, 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 yeah. it's, it's, it's then of course it's a bundle millions of dollars. Okay, right. And when it, 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 it snows, you got to you got to go out to all the you got to go out to all the stations and shovel the snow. Whereas with a with a, you got to you know you got to look at the track to, to a certain extent. So. When you put a bus out there, you just put a bus on the street and you're uh, you're ready to go. You know, and also, Tom, one of the things, okay, about the, uh, 
about the uh, and I tell people all the long time, St. Louis is a unique city in that all of this entertainment venues, baseball team, football team, which I think we're another football team, I think personally. We talk about this if you have time, but also we talk about the the opera, uh, the fourth the Fox Theater, uh, the um, zoo, botanical uh, gardens so watch. Most of the venues that are entertainment for people know want to go to all in the city. And the people who in the county move down there now, they got to get back to the city. And as you just said, you know, they know the, the metro now serves them more so than ever because without the, with the people that live in the city, and in, and in most cities, they must be put in to support, you know, the businesses. But in St. Louis, we do things in other aspects with the French. <laughs> no, we're not trying to get the work of the okay. Yeah, it, it's uh, it, it's it's kind of a uh, kind of a different situation. Uh, that's for sure. Okay, now, now well, we'll put it this way. So right now, uh, as we see, uh, and I think the pandemic, okay, has for the ridership down. So there've been less crimes on how they've been crimes have not been reported, but they're not from anymore. Well, yeah, one thing about it, you know, it, 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 the crime should go down simply because there's, all, there's fewer people riding, uh, riding public transit. And uh, they, they took a big hit over the pandemic for obviously there, there was, uh, you, know, you, don't want to, you don't want to be stuck in a, in a, in a bus or on a metro link uh, when the pandemic was at, was at its worst. There, was several, there were several uh, bus drivers that came down with COVID-19. The actors one said to say he, he, he actually died. So they've been having a, a difficult time getting their ridership back up. And, um, you know, they're, they're still working on it, but they're going to get a, a lot of funding, I think, coming up in this, uh, in this, um, infrastructure, yeah. in the infrastructure bill. And in some cases, I think it's valid. In some cases, I'm not sure that it is, but, uh, uh, you know, they, it's always been, Public transit agencies have always been a big political football, and uh, I imagine they will continue to be. Yes, it is. Also, Tom, uh, it's a house in this county in the infrastructure bill that's being proposed. Well, it, well it's probably will pass eventually, but the, a lot of bridges in the St. Louis County area, in the South Metropolitan area, okay, are in dire need of help. Especially our highways are always being patched up all the time because. Highway 70, they say, has just 
it, it doesn't really look that bad, but they tell you it's actually the, it's the, it's the bed underneath it that it's, it's, in, it's in trouble, and uh, hopefully they'll be able to get that out. But I mean that's a that's a guard. when you look at Highway 70 from all the way across Missouri, that is a pretty big project, and how, how they're going to keep traffic going while they're working on it is is probably going to be uh, quite a trick. But it, it, it needs to, it needs a lot, a lot of roads and bridges around here. Need work. There's, uh, there's no question about that. You know, and like on uh, one of the bridges, you know, well, just about uh, that reason the last two, 15 years, okay, we now have two spans over the Missouri River. You know, it's going on Highway 70, being on Highway uh, 40, which turns into 364. It runs, you know, uh, we had another bridge they put across the Missouri River down there, which they kind of expanded, which is a fairly new bridge there. So, so, but in between there, Missouri have a lot of, lot of bridges all around the state. Uh, and some of them are closed down. Well, one of the things, the fire trucks, have, have, you know, they used to be kind of light trucks, but now they are massive machines, so they on wheels. How uh, they do more, okay, so they weigh more. And, uh, that's, that's true. It, it's kind of, kind of amusing. Years ago, the uh, city plate bought a, one of those brand new Big time uh, fire trucks, and they found out that the fire station couldn't support it. <laughs> so, they to, right. <laughs> <laughs> so they had to redo the fire station at, a, at an incredible amount of uh, money. But I mean, they they're they're making these huge uh, trucks, and uh, uh, you, you better have the floor to support it. Well, you know, Tom, you know, it reminds me uh, years ago uh, in the city of St. Louis, uh, all of our houses were put up under. Reconstruction, you know, and uh, I mean all of it, you know, you know refurbish, like a better description. And, and I was dealt with the task, uh, you know, part of my job, I guess, to provide uh, cable TV service to all the firehouses. You know, and at the same time, we ran the problem, like you just said, there, they were buying bigger fire trucks. Matter of fact, uh, a chief attorney back in those days, our fire department came with a terminal station you know, in the whole country. They were buying a bigger truck. Guess what? All of them couldn't get some cases. <laughs> so they had a similar problem, okay, on, on a larger scale, and said, look, we put the fire trucks. I mean, and, but now, okay, uh, the problem is now, in, I mean, you know, in more rural areas, they got big fire trucks now, and guess what? The bridges don't support them. Yeah, that's, uh, that continues to be a problem. Yeah. And, 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 but again, that's why one thing I tell people on the infrastructure, being that they, uh, you know, it's going to have a lot of people in the rural areas, more so in the cities, because these are their lifelines, you know, to their jobs and stuff, you know what I'm saying? This is for ambulances, you know, not just for the fire trucks, but for ambulances, you know, to you know, get across these, these small bridges. And they spend, the most of them are really, Maple just two lanes, no car, lanes one in car, that's it. Yeah, there's a lot, a lot of these things are critical. I even, even out in uh, West County, there was a big debate uh, uh, in Eureka, I think it was. There was a bridge that was uh, that was in trouble, and they wanted to they wanted the county to uh, to fix it up. And uh, they were saying how the the it was the ambulance district that was saying that you know if it goes out, we're gonna we're gonna be in trouble. So I don't know how they ever re resolve that, but I, but. But you're right. In, in some of these rural areas, uh, roads can be critical because it's it, you know sometimes you have to go uh, 25 miles to uh, 
you know, to, to service somebody. You don't have to do that here in this area, but uh, rural, rural areas have a different different needs than, than around here. Everybody and Wagner should be 
legs, of course, if you say, in another point in Kansas City, this uh, uh, Reverend, I'm talking about Reverend, Reverend Cleaver, uh, they wouldn't have him up there, but they said Republican control where this all goes. And, and also in the House, in the state, uh, that's going to be really interesting as they kind of go, uh, get into the word gerrymandering more here as, as they want to push these out sometimes and then it's like this with the representative stuff. Well, you know, like I say, it, 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 what they try to do with it is, is uh, as far as congressional districts, what they're, you know, there's two. They, they know that there's two uh, congressional districts that are Democratic, and so what they'll try to do is throw as many. They know they're going to win no matter what, so they they would rather they will. The Republicans would like to see them eighty uh, percent Democratic instead of sixty percent, and. Uh, and, the, and, and Wagner's seat is about as safe as it, as it once was. Uh, if her, her uh, she must be getting some uh, like a younger, more democratic folks are moving into her district, and it's, it's still Republican, but it's not it's not quite like it was. So, like I said, I think they're going to be trying to push some of the Democratic districts into first district, which is uh, Cory Bush's district. Uh, there, there's, there'll, there'll be a lot of maneuvering going on. There, there, uh, there always is. And if they get too carried away, it'll, it'll end up in court. So the name of the game is trying to get what you want without, without, uh, within the, within the, without breaking the law, and uh, or, or without at least, you know, the one, you know, the, without, you know, you have to keep them equal. If they're not equal, uh, that's when they end up in court. So. It'll, like I say, it, it's basically a, a, a mud fight. You know, and, and, uh, and I guess this time around, the Supreme Court already said they're not going to get involved until so another this time around. Well, it, it depends on, 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 on what it is. You know, I think the, the, the court precedents are, are, are pretty well set. And uh, if, you, if, if it's just, what they try to do is they, they try to do the gerrymandering as best they can without making it look like gerrymandering. Well, that, that more or less lit the fuse, and the county council, of course, was, was pretty mad about that. 
So then you have the director of health, Faisal Khan. He's, he appears before the council, and they start giving him, uh, you know, asking some tough questions. Well, then he comes up, and, you know, he wasn't happy with it. He, he's, he's kind of an authoritarian guy. And, uh, well, then he comes out the next day and claims that he was, uh, there was these racial slurs directed at him, and he was, he was pushed and shoved and all this. And, well, then they go to the video, and it turned out he, he, he was not even, he was hardly even touched. Nobody was, he, you know, he just walked right out. No, 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 Lady, the rector, when she found out that she was a nurse, but she wasn't a doctor. 
and she had the qualifications. So for, for the 12, from the time that he was there, she had the action title, you know, and that went away. Yeah, the thing about it is, is neither the, neither the health director of the city or the county are licensed doctors. In other words, they can't they can't treat a patient. Uh, they say it doesn't really matter. Others people say, yeah, it kind of does matter. You should have that experience. So, so that's uh, that's where that one's at. And uh, but for right now, Doctor Kind will uh, will he's going to be continuing as the health director. Well, okay, that brings me to another point I hadn't thought about. Okay, right now. Uh, Dr. Sam Page is in one of those scenarios himself where he is that he's a, a doctor uh, and, uh, and he uh, has been uh, uh, practicing once a month to keep his license in force. And so the, the law says, I mean, the, 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 the ordinance says that it should be a full-time position. And so now, uh, matter of fact, uh, one of the people uh, uh, he was. Uh, he was. He had retired from the, the police chief, and we had a nice picture coming his way. But when he became a councilman, okay, he had to give up the pension, and so he got a little hair, hair, no, no, no. Just talk about that. The way the picture kind of was right there. So now, uh, with Sam, and he's been like, you know, one of the councilors pretty much. Whatever happens there, he wanted to contest it. But right now, we're having uh, Sam Page, you know, they're trying to pull. So what are your thoughts on that scenario? Uh, well, the thing about it is, uh, I think everybody agrees, when you're going to be the mayor or the county executive or the governor, you have to devote your time to, to the job. You, you shouldn't you shouldn't be have a, a part-time job. And uh, with Sam Page, after, after Steve Stair was indicted, the council had to pick somebody as county executive. And Sam Page said he's going to take a leave of absence from his medical practice. So everybody thought, well, you're not going to be a doctor anymore. But then it turned out he never really stopped. He's only at it. He says he's only doing it one shift a weekend a month, plus sometimes during the week. Well, nobody quite knows what that means. Some people say he's doing he's doing more per week. So. Uh, the, the, the county charter it says you should devote full time to your job, and it's not it's not crystal clear. But it's just the idea that that a county executive uh, or a mayor has another job. It, it just seems uh, it just seems it just doesn't go well. And not only that, especially with the pandemic going on, he, he's telling everybody that St. Louis County is fighting this this virus uh, 24 hours, seven days a week. And at the same time, he's not there at that time, so it, it's just it's just something. I, I don't know why he continues on. It, it, it's, I mean, obviously he, he you know, what he's an anesthesiologist, and they're they're you know they make a, a great deal of money, but it just doesn't seem right to have the uh, county executive, uh, you know, running doing a part time job, uh, no, no matter what it is or how how few hours. Right, I agree with you because one of the things, you know, uh, you know, that when you get into politics, you know, into what you call the serving your community, I mean, that's, 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 that's you serving your community, and most people who have lucrative careers, you know, and they, like, you know, we had people that in the defense department, you know, uh, uh, like the NBC, uh, we got these billionaires stepping down, okay, to take these, with these federal jobs, and they're paying, like, in six figures, they're working, making a million dollars a year. 
quit their jobs. So I mean, so I think uh, you know, I mean, Dr. Page is kind of on thin ground. And I know in the city, okay, they, you know, I know if I'm working with their politics there, then if you're the mayor, you're the mayor. Or you're the comptroller, you're the comptroller. Or if you're important time, or if the council person, that's different. Yeah, can you imagine if uh, if Darlene Green, say, if she was working as the, uh, you know, working at HR Block on a, on part time doing tax returns, people people would say that that, that just doesn't. And, and uh, so I mean, it, 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 no, it just doesn't go over good. It, it doesn't look like you're. It doesn't look like Sam Page is taking the job that seriously. And I think if anybody. If any mayor or governor or county executive did it, they, they would they would have the same feeling that they, it, it, you just expect somebody at that level to uh, to not be taking any part time job. And, 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 and especially during these times, <laughs> because uh, yeah, you know with all that's going on, it's you no. Know, uh, I remember um, uh, we had a, a former police chief. Um, uh, uh, Chairman George, and then we had a uh, police uh, chief became mayor uh, 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 Harmon. And I recall when they were taking those jobs, in front of their eyes, or they got mad in front of their eyes right away. Okay, because of the stress, the stress. Okay, that came with that. I mean, because you have 24 hours a day. I mean, if something goes on, your phone's gonna ring. You know what I mean? I mean, I mean, uh, you know, if something you know, uh, happens, fire or something, somebody, you know, you know, you don't, you don't call for the house a day. Well, especially with Sam Page. He's an anesthesiologist, yeah. so he's got a, they might have a, a two or three hour surgery. He, he can't, he can't very well pick up and leave. <laughs> and, 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 you know, most, he doesn't really have that many emergencies, but I mean, it's, it's just the idea that if, he needs, if something happens, it's, it's uh, serious, he needs to be involved. And yep. if you're in the middle of a surgery on a Saturday night or Friday night or whatever it is, you're, you're just uh, you're just not available. It, it, it's just, like I say, it, it's just a bad situation. How, how do you see that coming, with me, how do you see this coming out? Because if you're in a crystal ball, how do you see Oh, that's a tough one because what they've done is, in fact, I think it's coming up next week, uh-huh. They have issued they have issued subpoenas in order to find out how many how many hours he's actually working at the at, at this other job and what'll happen is it'll, it'll most likely be challenged so uh, it'll probably go to court and uh, what the court's going to rule is uh, is is anybody's guess. Well, let me ask you a question, okay? And this this kind of meeting, well, I'm, I'm, I'm always an interview. He has just stubbornly insisted that he, he can do the second job. Well, 
Right, you know, and I, and I, I, and I, and I, and I and my thoughts were that he's trying to hold on to get a four-year term. Then, you know, because right now, you know, he's trying to set, I think some place I read that he's trying to direct for, in order for his license to be to remain intact. You know, otherwise you have to, be, you have to go through a test and all over again, something like that. Well, I, I heard that, and uh, actually uh, there was a report on Channel 5 to check that out, and they said, no, that's, uh, that's not the case. Uh, but, you know, it, 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 if you just want to come out and say, I'm going to be working uh, uh, one shift or one one uh, one Saturday night a month or something like that, I would say probably people would say, well, that's okay. But the, the thing of it is, nobody knows how many hours he's, he, he's actually working. He's going to be working every weekend for all everybody knows. And the thing that comes in my mind, how much does that pay him that he want to fight for this, you know, and lose this? You know, his credibility, you know, in this fight here. Uh, I, I, that's exactly it. I, I don't, uh, I don't know how, you know, you, your credibility is, is, is everything when you're in a job like that. And, and when you say, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to take a leave of absence. And then it turned out, not, not only, it, it, it's just from the very beginning, he never, he never, he never quit the job. From the, from the time he was first elected as a county executive, he has he has kept on with uh, with being a, a doctor part time and like I say to what extent nobody can tell you nobody knows for sure. Yeah, and, and but the one thing is for sure, you know, uh, 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 I think you know years and years years ago, okay, before St. Louis County became St. Louis County, they may have had a part time there, okay, but right now this is not a good time for us to have a part time anyway. No, if there, ever, if there ever was a time when you needed a, uh, a full-time county executive or, or a full-time mayor, look at all that's going on in the city. Uh, you, know, you, you, need to have, you need to have uh, full-time folks. Uh, yeah, okay. Well, but, you know, one of the things that, uh, that I admire about you, okay, is that, that you don't that you look at the facts in which you, when you have these discussions. And so, like, with the face mask here, you know, uh, uh, several of the face masks, and I, I said the council members themselves, you know, and, and I know that, um, and, and, and I, again, Paige would be stubborn, okay, and that he did break the law, you know, when he did what he did to what he did what he did, okay? <laughs> and so now, to me, Mark you just say, hey, I made a mistake, okay? You know, because this team was coming so fast, you know, and I thought, you know, and I apologize, hey, and that's one thing that I have found in the St. Louis region, in all political positions, okay, or community, uh, 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 they don't want, they don't want, no one want to say they made mistakes. They don't want to apologize. They made mistakes. No, well, the face mask is, uh, has been an ongoing issue for for now three weeks. It's been uh, yes. for the last three county council meetings. They've gone on, gone on for hours. One meeting was actually over four hours, and yes. you know. And the people come in and, and they're saying that you know they, the, you know the, the fundamental problem is, is like say it's like it, it, it's, if Sam Page would have said come out and said you know I don't know we don't really know a lot about this but but we think this is the best thing to go in but he didn't do that he just came out and acting like a dictator and says well we're going to mandate it and then he goes down in the in the city with the mayor and ignores the county council and, you know it's 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 like uh, there was an editorial in the Post dispatch says he, he has to convince people that it, that it's necessary. He can't just mandate it, and uh, he doesn't think he has to 
he doesn't think he has to convince anybody. He just wants to, he just wants to sign executive orders, and that just hasn't worked very well. And uh, I have to say, it, it, it's such a divisive issue, and, and uh, people are people are just so emotional. Okay, or the one that's paying the bills, 
and then they come in there, uh, you know, there again. Uh, that's why restaurants don't want no one uh, they complain about wearing the mask or doing what they got to do. When somebody went in a restaurant and, and got COVID-19, they be proven that restaurants are out of business have a bad reputation. Yeah, and you know, there's, there's no shortage of lawyers out there ready to file a lawsuit. So, you know, they're on, a, they're on, the, they're on television uh, morning to night. And, and, uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, they come over Celsius, 
were listening to the last one from Zurich, I came a comment on a beautiful Saturday here in St. Louis, from CSAHotTalking.com. We just had a very uh, enlightening guest, Mr. Tom Sutherland, provocateur from St. Louis County, and his own to see. That's handsome, Scott, to have your own seat at the county council. I'm sure it is. Yeah, that's, that's, that, that means a lot, okay? But anyway, uh, he was very enlightening. He kind of went over a lot of issues, but uh, we were talking about the census, but there are a lot of other things we want to talk about. Uh, one of the things that, uh, that he mentioned recently we did was we talked about the infrastructure bill that is uh, going on to the House now. Uh, it was on a, a two-path track where uh, you know, we had one for about a trillion dollars, and then we had one for a and that package included the expansion of uh, social uh, safety net programs such as uh, health care, like you know, uh, senior citizens in Medicare, they have, uh, have uh, uh, dental care, they have uh, vision care, hearing, stuff like that. And also they include the expansion of uh, uh, immigration rights and also the environmental uh, uh, protection, which we were talking about here. But also what it does, it creates a lot of jobs for all these highways and the byways and the highways and airports. Matter of fact, all of our, uh, the rental systems, which I'm like, saying, with all of our you know, light rail systems around the country will be improved. And that's what we're saying here, that money coming in for a whole lot of stuff. That's going to change a whole lot of lives. And so I think that's a good thing you're doing there, and it's been hard for and in fact, this time they discussed in weeks ago, back in George Bush's administration, that made me put in about infrastructure in the topic. And that's not a, uh, to me, and the good part about this was a non, it was, it was 69 to 30 vote. And that means that uh, in, in this case, okay, we had, uh, we, we had, we had a, a good, a good, good, good turnout between the Republicans and the Democrats supporting this bill. Everybody and so haven't seen it took place. And also, uh, when we talk about this, uh, the wildfires are continuing to, to, to uh, destroy parts of our country as we had this conversation. And, it's, and, it, and they're taking place, you know, so we're losing uh, more ground because once these fires burn, uh, like now, your sugar, your everything that you get right now is going to go up and be 25 people in the grocery store. So the price you see raising right now, you think they gonna hire, they don't get higher. And that's and that's cross board because one of the things that uh, we were talking about earlier with uh, with, with Tom there was that the uh, trucking industry is, is desperately in need of workers right now and you gotta have the highways get back and forth. Everything right now travels by truck. You get us in the docks, they go put on the highway. That's why you bring down the highways now you can see Walmart got their truck, Alabama got their trucks, everybody got their own trucking system. Now they need to rely on transportation to make sure, make sure they can get the goods to the market. So that's one thing that, uh, that, that, that that's going to benefit us all. And right now, they're talking about the how you're saying this, you know, and blocking this. It makes no sense in the market because they, in, in Congress, you have certainly just want to get some attention. But the one thing that they need to get, you know, you have the dining car, it's a border right issue. Right now, you know, all bills all around the country being proposed, like here in Texas right now, taking away border rights. 
And one of the things now is that the voting system should be real simple. Every state should be have the same rules. We all should go back to the fact that we state will have all these things now where you can't even get water. Uh, it, 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 it's getting kind of crazy. It's getting crazy. And I mean, so simplicity should be the key to life here, man. We all want to vote. And they're saying they're surprised that they're moving so fast. 
What's on that picture? <laughs> That's an inside job. <laughs> I mean, right now, you come along, you Good job. Yep. <laughs> 